Welcome to the Soulful Mind Podcast. I'm Angel, and I'm passionate about all things that help us live this perfectly imperfect life with joy and passion. I'm here to share with you a holistic approach to living life. I'm focusing on physical health, spiritual wellness, mental health, relationships, and more. My goal is to take you on a journey of self-discovery. Pull up a seat, get comfortable, grab a notepad, and be prepared to learn how to improve this crazy thing we call life. Let's get started. Welcome to the Soulful Mind Podcast, Beautiful Souls. Thank you so much for being here and checking in with us. I've, um, most of the week, I've kind of been trying to figure out how to do this episode because something really, really hit me hard this week. And um, that was the suicide of Twitch, who was a DJ on Ellen. And I've seen him on a number of different things. And it didn't hit me hard because I know him because I don't. But because the persona that he put off was he was always happy. He was always dancing. He was joyful. There was a smile on his face. I don't think there was ever a time where I saw that it was really, um, that he was negative, right? He had this very positive mindset. And obviously, he was hiding some really, really dark thoughts and places. And he thought that the best decision but the best decision to make would be to take his own life and i it's really difficult because a lot of people will look at that situation and say well that's a selfish decision because he wasn't thinking of the people that were around him or his family or support system and that's that's really not how it works um when you feel depressed in that dark place, you really feel like you are a burden. You feel like there is no place for you in the world. And your family is having to deal with this disease that you have, these thoughts that you have. And you look at your life. I mean, like an example of his, he had he had money, he had family, he had a great relationship. He seemed to be always, always, always happy. And how do you go from that to going to such a dark place where you want to take your own life? And from my experience, when you get into that dark place, you think that you're a burden to your family. You think that they will be better off without you and that you're actually doing them a favor because how could someone love someone that's depressed? How could someone accept someone that's such in such a negative place? And um, all these thoughts go through their mind, through whoever's mind, and it just becomes overwhelming. And they think that the only thing that they can do is to take their own life. And yeah. oh, life is so complicated, right? I mean, there's so many things that go into that decision. And his family was supportive. I, I just, it's just been such a really big hit for me. It really just affects my heart, uh, makes my heart sad, makes my heart hurt. 
And, you know, it makes me think of all the other people out there that are portraying this positive um, outlook that look okay from the outside that seem to have everything that, you know, they're, why would they stress about anything if they don't have relationship issues or money issues or, or, or those sorts of things. And depression isn't about, in many cases, situational, um, you know, so it's not about um, something that's really, it can be triggered by something that's happening in your life, but it becomes about just not having a will, right? Not having the energy to do anything. Um, you really feel blah and um, unmotivated is probably the best way to describe it. And that you have a hard time seeing any joy in your life. And I think it's so important for us to really start to reach out to our families and friends and and just say, I am here if you need me, right? It's something that we can put on our Facebook post that says, if you are going through a hard time, I am here if you need me. And a lot of times, all that is, is a ear they're typically not looking for you to provide solutions. They're just looking for someone to listen, to try and understand what they're experiencing without judgment, without thoughts of uh, how to help the situation, just how to support them. And in many cases, you can ask um individuals, how can I support you? What can I do to support you? And sometimes it's bringing dinner. Sometimes it's just stopping by for five minutes or sending a text that says, I'm thinking about you. You don't need to answer. I just want you to know that I love you. And those sorts of things really, I think, make a difference and kind of break that negative thought that we have when when we're in that um, negative place and really start to support people. And it doesn't have to be about somebody who is feeling suicidal. I mean, we have, um, you know, a great uh, number that you can call nowadays if you're um, having a, if you are having thoughts of having a suicide um, or if you just need to talk, right? It's just a, a hotline that is about if you're undergoing any crisis. And if you think I am not in a healthy, healthy mindset, that is a crisis, right? And so you can d- dial now 988 and it will, they will have somebody there 24 hours a day that can be that ear, that can be that, um, that sense of reason that you have. And if you find that it's easier to communicate with someone that is completely, um, you know, not not associated in your life at all, someone that doesn't know you, um, that might be a, a really good place to start. And, you know, therapy is such a great place uh, to be if you're in this um, mindset. And it's not about... Um, oh, great. I, you know, I have all these issues. I need therapy. Therapy is really a place for you to get to know yourself and, okay, what is, what, 
has happened in my life? Has there been trauma that has happened in my life that make me feel this way? Has there been things that happened in my life that maybe I haven't released? So it is physically affecting who I am. And we can talk, um, you know, about the brain and the chemicals in the brain. And a lot of times when you're experiencing depression, um, chronic depression, it's where your brain isn't making enough of the chemicals that it needs, right? And that becomes um, an issue, an issue similar to diabetes. If you are not creating um, enough insulin in your body, you need to give yourself insulin to survive. And I really hope that people can start to look at this as I have depression and my mind is not making enough or my brain is not making enough of those chemicals that I need. And because of that, I need to go to a doctor and I need to get help with that. And a lot of times that those medications that you take will increase the level of serotonin um, or increase the level of different chemicals in your brain. And I think it's really important to to go to that point, right? If you are feeling depressed and it's not like you don't want to try the medicine, you don't want to try to go that route, that is fine. There are plenty of other things that you can try. But if you are having dark thoughts, if you are in a place where you feel like you are chronically depressed and that you feel no hope, nothing that nothing um is good in life that you just feel super sad. The first response I would say is go to therapy, go to a um, a psychiatrist and talk to them about increasing those chemicals in your brain. Because again, it's just like if you have diabetes, there's just such a negative um, viewpoint on medication in our, in our life. And you know, our life is different than it was 50 years ago, right? We we have so much more communication, so much noise that is hitting us every single day. We don't have that downtime where we go out and play in the backyard or, or on 30 acres of land. We just don't have that connection to nature. And nature, I think, is a, a, a big part of um, bringing yourself home to c- connecting with the earth as well. That's something that you can use to um, to help you feel better in the process, and it's something that has has worked for me. So, I guess what I'm saying here is, there are people in our lives that are experiencing deep, deep, deep sadness that don't know what to do, and I just hope that we can show enough support for those people without judgment. And be there for them so that they feel like they can reach out if they are in that dark place and um, be there for us and support us. And for me, my I've been on medication for such a long time and, um, you know, been in and out of kind of this depressive state that I haven't been in that mindset for years and years. I, I remember. I remember it well. But I have a family that is supportive. My husband is amazing. Um, he understands the 
he understands me and how I deal with depression because we've been together for so long. And um, he's able to support me in ways that, um, you know, I may not know how, how. A lot of times he asks me if I'm feeling bad before I realize, yeah, I am feeling really bad because I get short-tempered, I get sad, I withdraw, you know, all of these things. And he's able to see those things before I even notice what those things are. So he brings it up to me and he says, are you okay? Um, you know, what can I do? And really accepts the state that I'm in. If I'm in a place where I need to spend extra time in bed, then he's there for me. And he says, okay, I'll support you. What do you need me to do? And um, he also says, you know, let's talk to your doctor and let's reach out to him and see if there's something that, you know, we can do to improve things. And that is always worth look, looking at as well. So this is not the episode that I had planned for this week, but I felt this big need to talk about depression and anxiety and suicide and just give you some tools on how can you help somebody, especially if they do not tell you what they're experiencing, which I will tell you most of the times they won't, right? We have this smile that we put on our face every single day and people ask, are you okay? Or how are you? And we always say, oh, I'm fine. You know, it's because it's not this real opportunity to say, you know, oh, well, I feel like crap and I can't get out of bed. And, um, you know, so many of the times that people are asking us, how are you? It's really a surface question. It's not a deep question that says, how are you really? And I think if we can look at people and, and if you really want to help them, look at them and say, how are you really? I am here for you and I support you and I love you and I want you to know that I am here. And even if they don't open up at that point and don't want to communicate at that point, there is this, you know, this um, flag that goes up that says, okay, I have support. There are people that love me. There are people that value me and try to incorporate that into, you know, checking up on them, um, sending texts, talking to their husband, maybe, especially if it's somebody that doesn't understand where they're going, going from. My husband has started to really reach out to people who have depression and, and talk to their spouses and kind of just give them, okay, this is what I've learned. And this is how, um, I support Angel in this process. And that has been a major thing for the people that he re he's reached out to who really think, oh my God, I'm dealing with somebody that's depressed and I don't know what to do. So I think that um, even as somebody who's a spouse or a family member that is living with this person, if you can reach out and support or get support from another spouse that has experienced something like this, that would that would help you, right? That would allow you to know that um, there is this relationship that you have with somebody and they have depression. And sometimes that's all consuming. 
right? And you're really trying to take care of them and, and trust them. And then you have the, the person that is trying to help them and trying to create an environment where they can thrive and feel positive. And you need that support just as much as the person who has the depression, because it's not like something that is told to us, right? That as we're growing up, okay, if you have if you have family members that are in a negative place or contemplating suicide or any of those things, this is how you handle it, right? There's really not that information out there. So for somebody who is supporting somebody that is going through depression or anxiety, you need support as well. And um, that may just be talking to friends. It may mean that you need to go see a therapist just so that you have enough information to be able to help the other person. And um, it's not that you're failing. It's not that you can't do this on your own. It's just that there are strategies and structures and things that people have done in the past that they have shown proof um, to help and to work. And those things would be so helpful if they'd just be passed down to you and allow you to, to help them. So I know that I've talked about so many different things here, but what I really want everyone to know is that there is not a face of depression, right? There's not this um, I can see, oh, that person's depressed or that person's depressed because they may not look depressed while they're in your presence. So if you notice the change in someone, if you notice that someone's withdrawing, really reach out to them and make a connection and ask them, how are you really? And if they are ready and able to have that conversation, even if it's just saying, you know, I'm sad. And, and you recognizing, okay, there's, there's something that, that is there, and I want them to know that I'm here. And let them know that I'm here, I want to support you, I love you, and whatever you need, you're, you know, I'm here for you. And if you are that person or that friend or family member or spouse that is really trying to connect with the person that has depression, uh, you may need help or guidance in that, in that as well. So there are support groups. Um, there are places that you can go to have that connection and even seeing a therapist on your own or, or a um, couples therapist or whatever feels good for you um, in this transition to, to really help them feel better. And if that's within medication, then that's uh, checking in with a psychiatrist and letting them know that um, you know they're they're not they're they're not acting um, maybe like they used to act, or they're just not acting happy or um, you know or or positive or any of those things, so that you can connect with them as well. So. Thank you so much for listening to this conversation. I would love to hear from you on those that have experienced um, depression and anxiety. And if there are things that you think can help others um, in how to handle depression, uh, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, being in a dark place, please share those with us. You can DM me. You can make a comment um, in the episode. 
just, I would love to share those things too, because of course I don't have all the answers. I only experience what I've experienced uh, in my life and with, you know, friends that I've had in similar positions, but there's so much great information out there and maybe even a therapist, um, you know, that can come on and, and talk about that. If you are interested in being that person, I would love um, to hear from you. So reach out, maybe we can do an episode specific to, um, you know, suicide and dark places and, and go from there. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being here. And I thank you. Thank you for joining us. If you like this podcast, you can receive our free gift five five minute meditations to kick off your meditation practice. You can receive them at angelevenger.com backslash meditations. Link is in the show notes. We would also love to have a review from you. We read each one and it helps us with the show and makes us more visible. You can follow me on Instagram at angelevenger. And remember, you are the only one who can make your life great. Grab it by the horns and let's go. See you next week. Lots of love.